Hello, we are the Broken Broken. Hi, welcome to our podcast. Um, this is episode one. Yep, this is a, a new thing for us. We normally do videos on YouTube, so if you get a chance, check those out as well. But we thought we'd have a, have a go at podcasting. Yeah, we'll talk about our other um, things at the end. We'll tell you where to find those. Yep. But uh, yeah, welcome Welcome here. <laughs> yeah, we, this is a, a new thing for us. My name's John. My name's Amanda. And uh, we do um, started out doing music and playing in like a duo. Yeah. Uh, and it, it kind of evolved into a a YouTube video thing where we do bits and pieces of various things. Yeah, because uh, it, it was um, the, the gigging side of things was a bit difficult and uh, we had a lot going on so we thought at least we can do it kind of from home in our own time and it's evolved into more than just music and so we thought well podcasting would might would probably be a good good way to to go with it so yeah this plays into our hands a little bit as well where i can look like a terrible state coming in from work and a man that doesn't have to worry <laughs> too much about makeup and hair and stuff so yeah you get to listen to our voices yeah. <laughs> such as they are but we will uh do a couple of our podcasts um filmed as well so they'll also be on youtube occasionally um but yeah it's actually quite a good segue talking about the band because um this episode today is going to be focused on well it's, a, it's an introduction um to us but uh you'll see in our youtube videos and you'll hear us from various times talking about music a lot and at the moment yeah. we've got a a band on the go which is gigging um yeah. and doing pretty well so far but yeah that's why we the duo thing has taken a bit of a back not backseat actually that's the wrong word just um come off of the local uh, the live scene and into sort of our own home because the band that we're currently um working on is taking up a lot of time outside of that so so but the broken broken as a duo is pretty much us that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that we're doing music as, as much as we would like to in the duo but yeah. it is a it is a duo of sorts and so this is kind of part of that so yeah. well we're a duo <laughs> <and> <laughs> we, we come a as a duo, duo. Yeah. and before anyone asks we haven't decided which one's broken which one's broken we get, <laughs> we get asked it the all number the time. one question yeah. which one's broken which one's broken uh, well actually it's a, it's a band name so chill out yeah it's actually <laughs> Don't a song worry about it. <laughs> it's a song i wrote ages ago and that's why i'm yeah, calling yeah. it that. and it, it fitted and we we basically hurried up a band name for yeah. a gig that we had in reading many years ago and we, we were like what should we do are we going to do this and uh and Amanda knew this song that I'd written and it kind of evolved from that. But yeah, yeah neither of us are broke. Neither of us are broken completely, at least. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's why we're doing this. And we, we yeah, are yeah. we are just uh, kind of people that yeah, uh, do like, a lot of like, music. For example, here, so. if you do get to go over to our YouTube channel, um, and please do, uh, it started off very much musically and sort of with a bit of chatting and mucking around and... Um, People said they thought we were funny. I don't know if that's true or not, but they did say that. So we 
eventually moved on to sometimes not doing music and sometimes just doing sort of comical videos and yeah, things, oddly, things the, that we thought were funny at least so don't judge us <laughs> yeah the, the, the strange thing about that is that the things that people have found funny aren't the things that we thought were funny so it's uh yeah. <laughs> so it does seem to uh, people do seem to yeah fairly enjoy it so this is a new thing we don't know if this is going to work but thanks for listening to it yeah if you've if you've stumbled upon this and you're interested hang around um this is uh, our first episode as we said and this one is going to be this one is going to be about music because that's kind of where we started from yeah um so we'll we'll talk about at the end of this episode um some of the other things that we're we're into and what what we've plan for this podcast but it is a general one it's not going to be something that's focused on one subject all the time um it's just going to be us kind of chatting about our opinions about things really and if you if you're interested in that then then hang around yeah. send us some messages and tell us what you think yeah basically. also let us know what you you think if you if you find the youtube um page let us know what you think works on either of the podcast or the or the video because uh, we're still sort of finding our feet with what what people enjoy to listen to or watch and things like that and we do what we enjoy but what other people enjoy we don't always get to hear about so do let us know but um so what what should we kick off with talking about we've um, kind of started on the music thing so we might as well mention our band which is called yeah. alias graces so that's separate from our music duo um which is called the broken broken as we just said and this one's called alias graces and i think a really interesting thing to talk about would be in our sort of schedule of things to talk about we've written down um we mentioned about band support now this isn't direct but um part of the other reason why we took the broken broken out of being live and being more sort of an online thing is the band name problem. (laughs) So any of you listening out there who are in bands, starting bands, trying to think of band names, this might interest you because it's been a very... It might sound boring to you, but to us it's been a really interesting experience and um, the the trouble with band names and people getting our band names right has been a right old pain in the bottom area, shall we say. The... um... Broken, broken. Just, just as you're familiar with us talking about that briefly, we got called the broke and the broken, broken, broke, broken and broken. And then we had one guy, one really lovely promoter, who actually laughed when he said our name, couldn't say it right, and and on purpose said broke about three or four times to to. To make to make his joke more um, funny, um, I'm using quotation marks when I say that. Yeah, it's uh, a... because it wasn't funny. Um, well, it was really quite insulting and and annoying actually. So, but there you are. I think um, I even said on that gig, "Oh, thank you for to," um, and kind of hesitated at his yeah. name because it it was just. You, yeah. you, I think with people's names, particularly for the promoters that put you on, yeah. it's ridiculous that they cannot get your name right and we've already we've we're on this gig number three is this weekend for this new little band that we've started and out of the three gigs twice they've got our name wrong yeah and 
It makes you feel really insecure as well because when you're a new band and you're an unsigned artist and you're you're trying to get gigs, you're not trying to be pretentious. Well, I guess being in a band is pretentious, but you know, so what? That's art, I guess. But well, that sounded pretentious. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you you name things. You're branding yourself. You you do it on for a reason it's the same as starting a business and it's it's a bit disrespectful to not at least try to get it right and the thing is you get really insecure because you think oh i'm being a diva or i'm being over the top i'm you know i'm i'm nobody but i'm trying to be like get my band name right and it's like but at the end of the day it's like if someone got your proper name your own name right your your birth name wrong sorry not right that would be insulting and yeah and well, not insulting, but you might say, no, actually, it's this, or they've said it incorrectly and you correct them. And then they'd most likely, if they were any kind of respectable person, <laughs> try to get it right the next time. And So we're also you appealing know. to you music promoters out there, really. Yeah. Please check band names yeah. because you have no idea how frustrating and well, the, the worst one difficult was... it is when you're picking a name to find one that everyone's happy with. Yeah. And once you've found one that you're happy with, for people then to repeatedly get it wrong. It and takes two seconds to check. And... Finding your band name is such a difficult thing because you feel self-conscious choosing band names because they all sound a bit, you know, a bit arty, whatever, like a bit, you know, you always feel like the name you choose is a bit silly, but you never think that about other people's band names, but you feel it yourself. So it's already a, a sort of self-conscious thing to do. And so when you find one that sticks and people really like it and you 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 still already feel a bit when people go oh, what's your band called and you tell them you feel a bit silly saying it but then if a promoter or you know person making the posters for promoters or whatever get it wrong and don't but don't check with you first at least if they're not sure it's it's a little bit embarrassing and then you then it, that's what I mean it makes you feel silly trying to correct them because you think god I'm not like a this big artist or anything but I you know, it's a right. It's a right that you have. It's the name you've chosen. You have a right to have it displayed, especially because you're going to put links out to your band pages and and all that. It's you yeah. know. I mean, this appeals to it. This is the same with anyone. It's people that have small businesses. It's everything. It's yeah. I it's, doubt it's Microsoft a simple thing, were you know. given various names. I bet they were. I bet they were right in the beginning. Mini, I bet people mini-soft. misnamed them. It's. Yeah. I mean, we could get into all sorts of political things with naming and misnaming things and and all that, but I'm not going to go there. But you you get the point. Like it's very very frustrating. And um, the bit the worst one was that yeah we're on our third gig with this new band and um it the guy did the poster before checking with us sent us all the poster in this sort of WhatsApp group and our name was wrong and it was just. It was a bit annoying. And the thing is with our name, our band name, Alias Graces, is that, it, as you would all know, it is taken from a, a novel. And um, I didn't know it until you said it. I don't know. You do know that. I don't. I didn't know it. You did, because we had this discussion. T- no, at the time. Oh, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. But I yeah, mean, so people might not know people that might Alias not know Grace that, is actually a book. Alias Grace is a book by Margaret Atwood, and that's fine. I mean, the, the titles aren't copyrighted, but we took a rather than just taking that because i know lots of bands who just take names of things and use that as their name and that's fine but i thought it'd be nice to have a play on words and so we made it like a plural so that we were many of the character (laughs) rather than um just taking the novel name but 
it got an apostrophe in it, which made it be um, like it belonged to. It's Grace's and then, alias. <laughs> and then we had we had like um, they just put the the novel names. It took off the S, and it's like one letter. And part of me was like, oh, I feel really silly saying oh, it's just one letter, but it's wrong. But then the other part of me was like, it is just one letter, so couldn't you get it right? That's yeah. quite simple. Yeah. So that was a bit annoying. So that that's but, that. And I mean, the, it is. I, I think if there's any music promoters listening, just just try a bit harder because to be honest you don't have to do an awful lot these days do you <laughs> to be fair well while we're on the gigging circuit of getting things right that yeah. really could be made simple sound engineers please when you sound check can you oh, make God. sure you it. stick with whatever happens in the sound what? check because we are getting done over every gig this podcast is not going to be a complainy podcast however i do feel that we probably might complain a bit in it <laughs> But um, it is frustrating. I mean, the thing is, I get it. Like, sound changes when the room's filled with people. And I've done sound engineering before. change on stage. And I've done promoting before. And um, I've I've had really good sound engineers and really good um, promoters and really bad of of those two things. And the thing is, with sound engineering, I get that sometimes you have to say, hey, can I have a bit in my monitor? Can I have a bit of so-and-so in my monitor? That through the gig that's normal and i understand that i mean i've heard huge bands have to do that you know we went to a festival recently and saw um reef who's an awesome band and he had to ask for um a bit more in his yeah. in his monitor but it was that's fine but we're but talking they about they didn't sound to be fair yeah they didn't well no they were they were they had people, texts on stage and stuff people doing were, stuff. yeah but, but um that's fine i've seen that a lot i've, I've seen jack white ask for something do a hand gesture and uh, you know and that's huge but the thing is i think that we're talking about the gigs where we've had a sound check and then it's been completely different and we're talking about little tiny venues as i said we're not we're an unsigned small act and anyway this um... this is tiny no 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 we need to get to this point out but so this is the point like with sound engineering we obviously i mean john is He's had a bit of a hand at sound engineering. I, I, I have, but not like professionally or anything. But um, but you know, I'm a singer and I sing in a band. I get how it works. Point is, there are some people where it is like they've just gone, yeah, sound check, and then they've just turned away when the gig's on, and you can see them actually in the background just chatting to their friends and not really paying any attention. It's like they've just put their hands on all the everything and just messed it all up and not really thought about it, and <laughs> and they don't care, and and. You know, to be told also in a gig, you, I mean, you've been told before that it's to do with your equipment, and it's like that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you can't yeah. tell individual musicians to have different equipment. You know, it's not like you're going in there with something from the freaking 60s <laughs> and saying, make this work, please. You're, you know, no, so our it's like point, decent stuff. So, our point really is uh, when, when bands sound check, if you're an engineer, they, they really rely, the bands, the, you may not realize it, but they, they, I hope they would realise it. It's kind of their job. But the bands are anxious. They're nervous about playing sometimes, whatever. But they they got everything how they want it. They set everything up. They got the sound how they want they it. They brought people spent, to watch the gig and hear it. Spent time doing this, and then for everything to sound so wrong on stage just throws a spanner in the works, which doesn't need to be yeah. there. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, anyway, we were on a more. Our, I was, sorry, I was going to say our first gig it actually almost stopped us. It almost made us go off stage because we couldn't hear anything. 
and we thought it was we were just are we just playing by this like we've rehearsed and rehearsed and played so well and in rehearsals and you know yeah it, i mean it just came it, when we heard back some of the recordings that people had done it was just the sound was so off it was so off yeah we had we had you know, a combination of things but that kind of tipped us over that yeah. one but the anyway the on a more positive note uh, if anyone is in the Hertfordshire area, we're playing at the Green Room in Welling Garden City, yeah. which is basically at, at the Doctor's Tonic, if anyone knows that pub. And if you can't, it's on Google Maps. But um, mm. check us out. We're we're on stage at eight, but obviously be there a bit before because they, and also they do sometimes shimmy times around and things like that. But there's two bands on two after bands, us. Yeah. Um, who actually sound really good uh, yeah. from what we can see on online and that we don't uh, know hot, each other Hot Six Society and Dead Horse I think they're that's both. right yeah and they seem okay and yeah. um, I think I think if uh, if you like live music which people don't enough these days but if, yeah. you, if you do like to get out just for a random Saturday night out we are playing there so please check us out yeah we, we do a bit in London we've got a London one come up in January as well so if you if you do go and find us and listen to what we've we've got out there, then um, come and we'll let you know in due course um, yeah. on our pages and stuff. But come and see us. But hopefully, as time goes on, oh, yeah. as I say, we're we're trying to but we're, trying to progress various things up to and including this broken, broken, this new direction. So yeah. bear with us if this particular one for this as first one is edited a bit strangely but we are we're trying to get there but um it just takes we, a minute. what were we talking about so, with um sound engineering and stuff like um well we've moved on from from Pro- promoters and sound engineers well, really, but we put no i did want to wanna say it. something about promoters as well like that's another thing um i feel like uh promoters don't really promote anymore and um this has been another struggle with band stuff is that um Everyone's in a band now these days. Like everyone is in a band, and there's millions of bands, and everyone wants a gig slot, and everyone wants, you know, to get noticed or whatever. And um, you can't. Um, it's very difficult to get just your friends and family to keep coming to all your gigs all the time. And you know, the promoters that, not all of them, but a lot of promoters I've worked with, and um, as I said before, I've been promoting in the past. Um, they get you on a gig and they expect you to bring a X amount of people to get booked again, for example. And um, that's fine. And that's understandable. You know, they've got to they've got to get people in the door to keep running the gigs. And, you know, this is going to be a two way uh, thing that disappoints me is that they are promoters and they they they're not actually always at the gigs. I've met a few that do try to be at the gigs, but a lot of them just get you booked in and then they go off and do their thing. And they should be doing posters, you know, sharing the gigs, getting them out there. But they, a lot of them rely just on the bands these days. There's not a hell of a lot of promotion going on from the promoters. They want the bands to do it all and that's fine. But new upcoming bands who don't know anyone, it's so hard to get randoms to come to your gig when you're not, Foo Fighters and you're not you know um, some other big name band that is all over the shop you, you, you yeah. get in your friends to come to one gig and then that's fine it's great usually we've got really great mates who support us a lot and the, a lot of them have come to you know endless amounts of gigs but it, in my experience you get a lot of people who are like well I just saw you why am I going to see you again next month or and 
you know, and also just most of our friends and family as you grow up aren't all into the same music as you and don't necessarily want to see all of the music you're doing. They'll try and support you, but... Yeah, I mean... So it's hard to get other people there that don't know you but would like your music unless the promoters do a bit of promoting themselves and that is the thing and I think that it is kind of their remit to do that, not necessarily the bands themselves. Because if you were... If we ever made it to one of these, you know, we got signed and made it big, we'd still do our own promotion, of course we would, but we wouldn't probably have to very much. And actually the big companies that would be representing us would do it all for us, and that's the thing. Yeah, I get you the know. fact that we we don't, we're not paying the promoters directly to However, promote the, the gigs. We're not getting paid. <laughs> so, yeah. and we're spending a hell of a lot of money to but, to do this but the point so my, the main point i was heading towards is the the fact that the promoters are getting paid but yeah, they they're are. getting paid by the venue usually and so the fact that they're relying on the bands themselves to promote and they they will only pay the bands if they bring x amount of people it it just seems like they're a middleman to yeah. the whole situation, and it, and then it they have and then they have the audacity to say we're not going to book you again because you bring enough people, and it's so it's it's like how are we ever supposed to get fans if we don't get gigs? And this is not to say that there aren't amazing like um, a lot of festivals out there. I mean, one that I've played at and been to many times um, in Somerset Home Fun Festival, charity festival. You know they. They like to think you bring a following, but they are a charity festival and they have a huge following themselves and they are just very, very, you know, neutral and supporting. But they expect you to come and play for free, travel for free, all that, you know, and that's fine, of course, it's a charity event. But when it comes to these things where we've got to pull out all our stops to get people there, we're paying for our rehearsals, we're paying for our equipment. Of course, all these bands are, but these promoters are sitting around going, I'm not saying they're sitting around, but... They're, they're saying, you need to bring smart people, we're not going to book you again. You don't get booked again because people don't want to come because all the people you know have already been to a gig of yours or they don't really like music and you end up with no one, you end up not getting that venue again and it's it's just hard, it's just really hard and it does make you think, why do I bother being in a band? I mean, luckily we don't do it for that, we do it because we love doing it. Also, this But it's, for... it just, it's a little bit uh, demeaning when you turn up and you haven't got people with you, but you know you're good and could get people to like you, but you, you're not you're not getting booked again. But so far, we've actually been doing quite well with our following and getting people there, so we're not complaining about that. But it's just experience, and it's just it, every time we book a gig with a with a decent venue and promoter, we we get these terms and conditions we have to fulfill and it's always a little bit nerve-wracking we're always like right we've got to get this amount of people and it, it can be quite um off-putting and quite stressful yeah. and we don't need that because people don't realize actually what it takes to to be in a, a band that is quite you know as tight and with, with original songs and everything no, it, it's let's not forget in a in an industry that is effectively totally different to how it's ever been before in the sense that dying people <laughs> well it's not dying i think i think it they've said that 
people spend more money on um, music and music related apps and things like that than but they not, ever have done before. But, but not apps, but the, unsigned um, stuff. But like. this is, that's the point I was going to get to, is that people aren't prepared to go and see yeah. live music unless you're Lewis Capaldi at Wembley or something. And it's so Sorry, the, Lewis Capaldi, I like you, by the way, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cheer up, mate. But, yeah. Oh. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, it, it's... Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's the sort of thing where... But he had to start from somewhere, and Ed Sheeran famously busked for yeah. a long time before he got anywhere. And oh, that's but, our next step. We're going to start busking as a duo, not as a full band. But and that's not really for for even that reason to to get followers. It's just because it's we we enjoy playing music, and um, so that's that. But but the um, yeah, so I mean, anyone who's who does like these like to go and see live music, even. Like, mm. even if it's not your usual sort of thing support your live bands mm. because it means a lot to um oh them. gosh and it it is we've played in venues where there's one person who is a close friend sitting there watching us and it's yeah he's in our band now <laughs> who's actually drumming for our band now so that he can't, he, we can't even rely on him to be the only one in the audience anymore i think but it's uh, it's it's tough. And we, so we've I got a, a handful of people who come and see us all the time and they hear the same stuff over and over again and they're very loyal and it's very good of them. And it's great because they give us really good feedback, like whether we were as good that time as the last time or what, we, what we're doing differently or whatever, you know. But there's so many people who go on and on to us about loving live music, but the minute you get try to ask them to come and see your gig, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe, oh, I've got this. But they would they would drop everything for, well, like you said, like Lewis Capaldi or something like that, you know. Yeah, probably so... not our friends, but you know what I mean. Well, I don't know, um, I think there is. But it's just, it's fine, I get it, but it would all change if we were suddenly this huge famous band. Everyone would be like, I know them, they're my friends. And yeah. that, I don't mean everyone, God, this sounds really horrible. I don't mean that, like our friends would only come and see us because we were fair. But there there would be people who would never go to a gig, who would suddenly be like, oh, they'll be at a gig because this band's now huge and, and whatever. Not necessarily us, just in general. Yeah, and I think that's really... It's it's just disheartening to think people don't realise that these bands started as no one, like as literally no one. I mean, Nirvana, for goodness sake, it got huge overnight and I mean yeah we're going back to like the 80s and 90s but it it's just people forget that they were they were just people in their house or in their garage in a local rehearsal studio throwing stuff together to try to be a band and well if it helps you with an incentive the band that you go and see down your local might be the next big thing exactly, and how cool yeah. would it be to be able to say that you saw them in your local pub yeah so it's, to put a positive spin back. on it, yeah. If you, um, if you do that, like we're kind of hoping that the end of the X Factor, which looks imminent oh, now, and things like that. Oh goodness me! Let's not, not talk about that. No, we'll we save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah, we don't want it to be. <laughs> that actually might be an episode in itself. That I had a rant about that for about an hour after I saw that. Anyway, well, yeah, we don't want to. This is, I mean, this has already been fairly um, negative. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, the like, with things like that starting to come to an end, we're hoping that live music. Yeah. comes the other way and we're, so we're, come and see your your live bands come and see live bands that just happen to be in the pub in your area 
I have to so say, you we're not. You don't have to know them. You don't have to even love them, but it support means a lot, and it, it but, as I say, maybe the next big thing. We're not perfect in that we don't. Um, we can't. It, it literally is life. We can't always go and see friends' bands that we know. But I do try really hard to support. I've got a couple of friends who are in a duo, and I try very hard to see them. I've seen them. I've gone. You know, I mean, for God's sake, the first time I went to Home Farm Festival was to see um, a band that I was friends with and I followed and um, had also promoted before and and I've tried to follow them around and, and see them as much as we we saw a band at a festival ages ago then we we followed them and we went to their gigs and they were still an unsigned sort of like small band and um, we're not we don't always have the time it, most of these unsigned gigs are in the middle of the week as well which is really difficult so we always try to get ours booked at weekends so it's easier for people um, so we're not perfect, but we do go out seeking live music. When we go out and we hear that there's a band on somewhere, we're like, oh, let's go and check it out. Let's There's some live music there. Let's go and see what's going on and hear it. Yeah, sometimes you want to go out and you just want to talk to each other. Fine. But let's face it, sometimes you don't. You just go out and you just drink and don't do anything. It's good to have live music on in the background. And most of the music on the radio, not the radio, the like stereo in the pubs, it's so loud you can't talk anyway. So what's the point anyway? Just go and watch a band. Yeah, and um, also like it, just because you don't haven't heard of them before, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like, if a band you might of good, bloody love them, like it, literally love them. Yeah, so like just get out there. You, a number of bands that we are proper fans of now are bands we saw as unsigned things that were had a tiny following. And I. I a lot of music I like are bands that people have never heard of, and that's completely. Sadly, as well. I think that's fine as well. Like you can be a fan of an un unknown, unsigned band. But that doesn't just because they're not on Radio One doesn't mean anything. And no. so, like people look outside the box. Oh yeah, a well, bit. my friends, my a couple of my friends' bands. I've bought every single album they've had. I've bought and I've gone to their gigs and I've got their albums and I have them on Spotify and I listen to them like my normal music as part of it. I, I completely forget that they're not big and famous. Um, but they are actually doing quite well now, but they, they weren't then. And not that they weren't doing well, but they weren't famous then. And I I don't think of it. I just think, I love this music. It's really cool. It's, it, and the thing is as well, with, with things like pubs and venues and stuff, is a lot of these places are bringing more people to pubs. They are. Even if... Even if we go back and we say that, like we were saying, not many people come to see us and things like that. Um, at the end of the day, they, we these gigs and things are bringing at least a handful more people to pubs and things, and keeping those things open and keeping venues open. And and if you don't, then these places are closing down, and they are closing down. We've seen sadly quite a few things that have, we've found have been closed down that we thought were still going and. And I think um, that's really, really horrible. Imagine when you want to go and see something, and the venue's no no longer there, and you you can't. There's not going to be anywhere. It's, it's happening all over the place. But the, I think it is evident that live music might be coming back. We in our local town a festival here, like they, you know, those day festivals where they get several bands on in several pubs at several different times, and it goes on all day, and it, it's. This year, it was almost unbearably busy. People yeah. came out in their dozens just to to 
enjoy the summer, enjoy a drink and listen to live music. And it was amazing. And how music is in the sort of situation it's in now, mm. it, it's mind blowing because I'd say live music is a big appeal, but it just goes to show, I mean, there was a lot of publicity for that. It was all over the place and people went and people saw it. So it's kind of double-headed with this. Promoters, if you promote, people actually go to your yeah, gigs. Yeah, that is true. It doesn't rely on the bands. That is true. People are willing to do it. They just need to know it's on in the first place. But secondly, we've had a great amount of fun seeing bands that we've never heard of. Yeah. I, I, just one example from two years ago, there were these three lads. I don't think all of them were even teenagers. They were... They were Two of them are brothers, and they were a band called Magician's Nephew. Check them out. God, yeah, they were amazing. And they blew the entire... Um, it Basically, every band that we saw before and after... Well, they, had a they, tail they, between their legs. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was almost embarrassing. They, they were amazing. They were so good. They were and, so young. And they still are. They're still good. I think they're about to do something else. So they've been sort of tweeting and things like that but, i mean they were basically underage to play most venues but they i think because they're coming a bit older now they're astonishingly they're really well, talented and I, met, like, I was proud huge to have been able to witness that because i can't help but think that one day there'll be something and if they're not then that just tells you where music is right now but yeah but they were they were amazing and, and they did some great covers but they wrote their own songs as well and for children they were literally children they were incredible and it's not about them being children. They were good by any standards. They were. They weren't phenomenal. just good musicians. They were great songwriters. They had a good sound. And yeah. we are so glad that we saw them. And we now keep up with them and see what they're doing. You know, if they make it, then great for them. But, but the point but being... think about it. You can see great music and not have to pay 100 quid a ticket now. And then when they're making 100 quid a ticket, you don't have to worry about going and seeing them because they're all right. But you can be like, oh, I've seen this cool band. I saw them before they were even, you know, big. And that's that's just a positive way of thinking about it. But well, imagine the guy that threw a quid in Ned Sheeran's guitar case a few years ago. And he's probably sitting there thinking, do you know what? I saw him before he became what he is. And there must be a, a little element of um, pride in being one of the people that got to see yeah. him like that. The amount of times people have said, oh yeah, I saw them before they were big and all of that. It doesn't doesn't happen as much now. Yeah. And uh, it's, gonna, is... it's got to turn around. And so Hopefully. be one of those people. This is not us saying we don't get anyone cut. Like we, we I've been in a few bands. John's been in a few bands. And um, oh, it's not about our bands. It's about live you know, music. We, we've, we've, we've only just started this current band. I mean, we're, we're three gigs in now, about to be three gigs in. And, Actually, we've had um, the support from our friends and family has been amazing, and and people that have seen us that don't know us have been brilliant. So yeah, we're, we're not actually complaining about our situation. It's actually just that it's a continual thing we always notice when we're playing live music. All these these little things that sort of niggle, um, and it would just be really nice just just to have the sound engineering go a little bit more smoothly and the um. By the way, we had an amazing sound engineer recently. This young guy at um, Hope and Anchor in London. Yeah. And don't, if you get... uh, um, his name, I think his name is Charles. But anyway, we we wrote Charles, to the promoter yeah. and said he was so good. We wanted him as our personal sound engineer, but he was so 
so professional and so into it and even though the bands were all turning up at the wrong times and messing around he was so brilliant Do you know what, if your it was band... perfect best sound ever best sound we'd ever had best sound the audience had ever heard from from the feedback so if anyway you're a band in the southeast area, go London play the hope area and anchor, yeah. check out the hope and anchor check because... out dead or alive promotions they're an amazing um they're brilliant promotions uh, promotions company to work has, with. i mean it's it, the band history is amazing in yeah, itself yeah. and we kind of went there thinking it, this could go one of two ways this is either going to be incredible or, or this is going to be an overhyped venue but it was cool, it actually. was it was amazing but with it was absolutely nothing without the sound engineer and if they've still got the same guy on and hopefully mm. they do well I, I think they everyone... have they have several sound engineers in their different venues but for a london promoter they are brilliant in his recommend engine, the they work around london yeah, I know, but I didn't... Yeah, Hope and Anchor in England. Um, but for a promoter, Dead or Alive promotions are one of the best I've worked with for London promoters for unsigned and and established bands. And uh, they have decent people working for them, as we've just said. But but yeah, my point was, if sound engineers could just be a little bit more um, passionate, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, obviously, I know some of you are. If promoters could... Uh, live up to their job title that would be nice as well yeah. um, you know we're ov obviously the band's going to have to promote but you have to realise we're, we're limited in, in the people we can reach when we're a new band um, and and that's it really I think that in terms of the, the, the um, band thing I think we won't ever stop doing it because it's basically been my life since I was like 10 not bands, but singing and music, and and I think you're basically the same, aren't you, John? So yeah, um, and I love doing it, and yeah, it does cost money, it does take a lot of time, but it's the funnest time and the funnest way to spend money. Um, so it's not a complaint; it's just that um, it the support is the only thing that really enables us to keep doing it, and yeah, not financially, yeah. just to add no, that. yeah, we don't get anything financially. No, but like just it, but just it to gives you a bit of um reason yeah. to carry on if we would no we'd always do it like we'd always do it like like we're doing the youtube thing with the duo but i think the the support from i mean i don't mean i don't just mean people coming to gigs but i mean all all that we've mentioned like the sound engineers the promotion all of that it it enables you to keep your sort of the point of it doing it alive not not financially we don't we <laughs> literally don't make anything but um I think we the last time we made money was because we bought a lot of people and I think it was about a fiver yeah, <laughs> between between five people <laughs> oh yeah four quid between four five quid, of us yeah. so it wasn't that it was just it was just the fact that we went away thinking oh that was really good because it meant that lots of people came to see us um, that's all we got from that but that was enough and that's that that's it really it's just it's just the walking away feeling like you haven't played to one or zero people and um and that you've you've it's been worthwhile you putting the effort in sort of thing um but we as i say we love doing it like even just going to rehearsals so much fun but um yeah and moving on from that i think um talking about music and stuff um we we are going to talk about what we've got coming up yeah i mean with... it's not this one particularly was 
about music, but it, yeah. it, it kind of um, it was about what we're we're doing at the moment. We got, as I say, we got a gig coming up, so we're all quite excited by that. But but each podcast will probably roughly relate to what we've been doing fairly recently, and we do we do a number of different things. We um, amongst the band, the duo, and doing musicy things. We we also like to be outside and do outsidey things. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm like eternally is, outside. And yeah, it, it's it's probably stemmed more from Amanda's enthusiasm. I, I've always enjoyed enthusiasm or um... obsession. The, um, <laughs> the yeah, I've always enjoyed it, but I, I mean, what it, we're talking about is probably... camping, basically camping and and outside activity, basically. Yeah, you can yeah. probably get tell by Amanda's enthusiasm already that it, it it's a it's a level that most people would like to be at with anything. Yeah. It's quite. I'll I'll never reach the same levels of enthusiasm in anything, but it it because Amanda's always enjoyed camping and things like that. And I always did, but on like a low key that that will do kind of attitude. It's kind of progressed, and we're finding um, new ways to be comfortable when we go to like festivals well, and things like that. And an idea sprung up that we could help people that are like minded in terms of who enjoy doing things, but aren't always that comfortable with doing what they're doing or they've got a skewed idea of what what you have to do. But let, let's not so. go into all. I mean, I think we'll we'll have our other episodes for camp, for that, but... Well, the, the, what I was getting to was, anyway, the, we for people to be... For people found interesting our perspective on it, coming from two people that do like the same sort of things, but not also and so we we came up with this website so we'll we'll be talking about that in one of our future episodes yeah. but we've got a, a website called average camper so you may be able to google that but, but for we'll this podcast like um main thing is uh we talked about the band obviously the two bands so if you want to look at those we'll we'll put some info um info for you but um yeah we've got this the camping website as john said um We'll talk about that in another episode. We've got uh, other music projects and things. We've got... Um... And also, we're just going to talk about random stuff we decide to talk about. I think, like, next... We, I think we'll try and do this weekly. And um, each week could be about... We could be talking about... Po- we're not going to talk about politics. But yeah, we could I, be talking about politics, but I doubt it. I don't, I don't think <laughs> but... we'll stamp weekly on it just in case. Because, uh, you know, life gets in the way. We maybe have to do two in a week. Maybe have to do one every two weeks. But it... We'll we'll try and keep it as regular as possible, but it it is not going to be like a release day every oh, no, Friday no, no. necessarily but, um, that we do things. But but we we'll try and do this as regular as we can. Um, we're, I think we're but aiming. I think the point is that we'll uh, have a number of different things to talk about. We're we're just going to be us talking about the things that um, either bother us or or make us excited, which is the point of this this whole this whole project yeah and don't forget uh, as i say we we've been doing this on video 
in a far more edited form but we've been doing yeah. some video on a on a youtube this is a little bit more us but it's uh it's a little bit more us and so mm. you may like that you may prefer us edited to be perfectly honest I prefer <laughs> myself edited, but, but um yeah. yeah have a look on our youtube have a look on our facebook because yeah. they're quite um, youtube's very it's it's edited but it's very fun it's very short things it's very uh, comical and it's also a lot of our music um, we might do some music on here you never know yeah. um but yeah it's not it's not going to be strict it's just going to be a bit of who we are and what we're doing and what we're talking I think about it's, but... i think it's us a little bit more raw a bit more unedited yeah. a bit more okay you can't see us which is trust me today i i look a state so it's a good thing you can't see us but it's a it's a it's us being able to talk comfortably and without having to think about editing because you just can't you can't really do that on this it's not like that and no, so, so you probably you might, can a little bit to an extent but i don't know but you might like it to be a bit more raw and unedited but, um, if you've been listening and you've stayed with us this whole time then um just to recap go check out our band alias graces with an s <laughs> not an apostrophe uh, on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, um, Twitter. Twitter, all of the platforms. And if you want to see our duo doing some funny stuff and some music, that is on YouTube mainly. Um, That's the broken broken that you need to search for. On that. Yeah, the broke and broken for anyone who can't figure that out yet. <laughs> um, if you've got anything to say about this conversation and this sort of podcast and chat and whatever just just send us a message drop a comment whatever we're happy to to have some feedback and to read and interact with yours and that'd be cool and uh yeah if you think this would be something people would like to listen to then tell tell people and stop by again yeah that'd be cool and uh and, so oh should we i'm gonna um a uh i'm gonna talk about the intro music oh okay yeah so the intro music to our podcast we've chosen is actually our own and it's something that john wrote and it's a song that we wrote together um which is a a song from the broken broken but we do play it in our band and it is on our youtube channel as well so yeah. if, you, if you like the intro music and you want to um find out where that's from then go and check it out it's called if you have to ask um, and it's on our it's on our YouTube. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So that's there yeah, you go. Let, let us know what you think. And yeah. if um, I think much of the music we ever put in this will probably be our own, maybe even if it's just background stuff. I think we'll try to do yeah. that yeah. just because it's because um, we can. <laughs> like why that's not? True, we can, yeah. Because we can. Um, no, I think if I was good enough, I would just sit here thinking. For the, whilst you're talking. <laughs> while I'm talking and have a conversation while I'm playing lift music in the background on my guitar. Yeah. But you bet, I bet you can. I don't think I'm. I might put a bit of ukulele sort of stage, in next time. But, um, yeah. So maybe um, we'll have a different intro for each podcast. We'll see. Yeah, perhaps we we'll do the same song just in a different way. <laughs> what like reggae version of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do, right. do the yuki version. We'll see. Maybe that'll be a trend. Yeah. All right. So anyway, thank you for listening. Um, and uh, we'll be back soon with episode two. Yeah.
Okay. And, uh, uh, let us know what you think of it. We do check the YouTube and the Facebook and everything all the time. So if you do, um, you don't have to come back to this to let us know. Just uh, let us know on any of the platforms. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. We'll um, be yeah. interested to know what you think. I'm on Instagram all the time. So come find me on there and um, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Right. Thank you. Thank bye. you for listening. Bye.